whatever you can to get there on time and then you fail to be there on time. But the reward is there. This is why even though Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that erected the Mishkan, still the Torah says, mishkan el- el- meaning that the Bnei Yisrael also get a reward or credit for the fact that they worked on it. They were very hard on it. They tried. They tried every, every way. They couldn't, but they get the credit because they tried. It's very important. Now, we have a similar situation in the fabrication of the menorah. In the menorah, there were three stages. First, it says, Ve'asita menorah Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, go ahead and build the menorah. And he gives him the instructions how to build it. And if you look at Parashat Terumah, you will see exactly how to build the, the, uh, the menorah. Moshe Rabbeinu tried. He tried very hard. Couldn't do it. So what happened? Then it says later on, Ur Akadosh Baruch Hu is telling him, okay, here, look, and see what it is. He showed it, the picture of the menorah on fire. Now he saw the picture. He has the instructions. Okay, Moshe Rabbeinu, go back and try to do it again now. Well, Moshe Rabbeinu tries very hard. He tries all he can, but he, he, he still couldn't do it. He had a problem. Couldn't do it. Then finally it says, Miksha te'ase ha-menorah. Te'ase. The menorah was built by itself. What does that mean? At the end, at the end, all they did was they took a big piece of gold, threw it into a fire, and the menorah came up. So what's the idea behind this? Why is Hashem telling, telling Moshe Rabbeinu, go do it? And then he shows the picture, it goes back. Why not just take a piece of gold from the very beginning, put it on the fire, and that's the end of that? Because Hashem is teaching us something through Moshe Rabbeinu that when you do, you try, you put the effort, you put in the toil, the labor to do something, you get credit for it. That's extremely important because this does not happen to be the same when we look in the world around us. Let me give you an example. It so happens a couple, a couple of weeks ago, I was reading about uh, in Mahshimu, Osama bin Laden, how he was, he was finally caught. They were, tra- they were going after him for years. For years they were going after him. Finally, they had some kind of, uh, perhaps, inkling that it was this big house with huge walls that was somewhere in Pakistan. They suspected, they were not sure, they suspected that maybe it's him. They had a whole huge team working on it, almost all over the world working on it. People way high echelons, people middle and lower lower kind of employees working on it. They were working day and night. And towards the end, they were never sure if he was there or not. 
They weren't sure. And they got in scientists and mathematicians and probabilities, like what is the probability that he might be there, considering the fact that this, 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 and that. The probability was maybe 70%, 60%, 70%. Finally, they decided, okay, we'll go. So they want, they found him. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Suppose they failed. He wasn't there. It was somebody else. Another, perhaps another Al-Qaeda later, or perhaps they were not even Al-Qaeda. Maybe it was a drug dealer. Who knows? What would have happened then? You know what would happen? Well, a lot of people would be fired. Uh, many people, the highest number, would be demoted. Why? Because the fact that they worked very hard on something means nothing to them. What means anything to them is the end result. Did we succeed or did we not succeed? We failed, therefore it's over. That's it. But this is the difference. By us it's different. Because if a person tries to do a mitzvah, try to learn the Gemara. You try to learn the sugya. You spend a month on it. At the end, you're still not sure if you know it well or not. But you spend so much time on it. You still get the sakhar for it. You get the reward. You're learning. You're spending time on it. That's all you need. Let me tell you again another failure. And this one now, a failure that's brought in the Midrash. When they ask for people to bring in contributions to build the Mishkan, now, remember, the Mishkan was not something uh, uh, so simple. I mean, the materials involved, uh, by today's standard, would cost millions and millions of dollars. Uh, you know, if you look at Parashat Pekudeh, it says the, the Zahab alone, the gold, was like 29 kikar and change. So you're talking about a kikar is, uh, is uh, 100 pounds. So if you're around to 30... 30 times earlier, it was 3,000 pounds of gold alone. Besides the silver and everything else. Now, you're talking about big, big money here. That's only the gold. So, there was a lot of material that had to be brought in. And then, people started bringing contributions. The leaders, called the Nisi'im, the leaders, they said to themselves, you know what? Let 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 them bring first what you know. Let them get the first uh, cut at it. Let's see what they'll bring. And then, if there's anything left over, we'll supply. Well, that's a noble thing to do, right? Imagine you're building a shul, and then you say someone comes over to you and says, "You know what? See what you can get first from the people. Whatever is missing, I'll supply it. Ah, that's great." But what happened here was that the Bnei Israel brought everything that's necessary and even more. It says in the Parashat Pekudeh, The material the rain was more than enough. So what does that mean? It was Dayam was enough and extra. Well, there are different opinions. Uh, some say the fact that, well, Whatever the extra was, they made it uh, 
the uh, perhaps for repairs or if they needed uh, extra things to do later on something breaks you make another one uh, so there are different opinions and and, and the Rahayim says no even though it was more a miracle was there and 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 somehow everything went in in one in one uh, in in the manufacture so the idea is the Nisi'im now had a problem. What are you going to bring? There's nothing to bring. They brought everything. For the construction of the, Mikdash, of the, of the Mishkan, everything was ready. So what, what they did was, they brought something else. They brought the precious stones. Precious stones. But the precious stones was not in the construction itself. It was for the Kohanim. The Kohen Gadol. That was the uh, uh, that was the, the reason for them. But the idea here is, the Midrash says, because they took a laid-back attitude, because they didn't make an effort initially to go ahead and do something initially, that was already something bad. And as the Midrash says, one Yud was missing in the spelling of the word Nisi'im. We are Nisi'im without a Yud. Why? Because they didn't make that effort. We can't take a laid back attitude. When you have a Mishnah, you have to go ahead and try to do it. Make an effort. See? Mishnah Don't, first of all, don't delay it. Secondly, go after it. Now, you could take the, 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 the oh, oh, this mitzvah here, no, I, I really cannot do it. It's too much for me. I can't go to Dafyumi every single day at 6 o'clock in the morning or at 8 o'clock at night. What do you mean you can't? Try it. See what happens. Maybe you can. No such thing as I can't. You have to try. See? You don't want to, that's one thing. You can, but you don't want to. That's a big, big difference. We always have to make an effort to try to do something. And this is this is the idea behind Anu Amelim, Vehem Amelim. We make an effort. And the Goyim make an effort. Anu Amelim umkablim sakhar. We make an effort and toil and we get a reward for it. On the other hand, the others, Amelim, Velomekablim, Sachar. The Gentiles, they, 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 they do work to make the effort, but they get no reward. What does that mean? It means that as far as the others are concerned, they only get reward for something that is a finished product. It's a finished product. You hire someone to do something for you and he never does it. Are you going to pay him? No. Maybe he spent time for it. He could have spent weeks on it to do it, but he didn't do it. At the end, it wasn't done. It was done wrong. It didn't fit. It was not the right thing. You go to a tailor. He takes measurements. You come back three weeks later, you spend three weeks on it. You try it on, 
Now, way the sleeves are too short, uh, the uh, uh, the pants is too long, uh, the jacket doesn't fit. Are you going to pay him? No. They only get paid for the finished product. We don't. When you learn, when we go to do mitzvah, even if the finished product is not complete, the reward is there. There's another thing that perhaps we learn from a midrash in this parasha, and that is how we start something is important. If we start the beginning of anything, whether it's a shul, or whether it's a bit midrash, or whether it's a marriage, or anything that the beginning is extremely important. And this we learn from what it says, Ve'asita et hakerashim. Torah says you shall, you shall do the, with, with the he'aidea, the, the beams. Well, it just says like the, Ve'asita menorah, ve'asu aron. This is ha aron, ha menorah. But here it says hakerashim. You should say ve'asita kerashim. What's the idea behind hakerashim? So the midrash says, or she brings the midrash, me'otan ha'omdim umiyuhadin ekach. Those that were there and specifically designated for this, what happened was Yaakov Avinu. He be, be, with Ruach HaKodesh, he knew already that the Bnei Israel are going to be needing this kind, this, this wood, these beams for the Mishkan. And he nata arazim b'Mitzrayim. He actually did plant cedar trees in Mitzrayim. And when he, he passed away, before he passed away, he, he ordered his children to tell him, you take this with you. Because when you go out, Mitzrayim, take him along. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to ask you later on that you're supposed to build a Mishkan and these, you take him with you. So you build a Mishkan with them. Now, they could have bought uh, uh, wood from Egypt itself, from the Goyim. No. When you start something, Bikdusha of Tahara, Yaakov Avinu himself planted it, then the rest will also be Bikdusha of Tahara. Yeah, it's really important. The beginning defines the middle and the end. If you start a bit Knesset the right, the right way, with the prayers go on time, the Shaurim on time, everything is done, Bikdusha of Tahara. If that is the beginning, chances are it will continue that way. It will be that way. And he will succeed. Same thing with a marriage. When you start a new home, you start the new home, Bikdusha of Tahara, doing things the proper way. Api derecha Torah. Then, once you start that way, it will continue that way. Actually, we learn this from, from the story of Hanukkah. And Hanukkah, when the uh, Bnei Israel came after winning and they went into the, uh, the Beit HaMikdash and uh, the, as, as, you, as you know the story, they only found one vial of oil 
which can last only for one day, and lasted for seven days. Hashem made a miracle. <clears throat> so why did Hashem make that miracle? It was not necessary. Truly speaking, halachically speaking, it was not necessary. Why? Because when the majority of the people at the time were Tameh anyway, they were Tameh Metim, they were all, you know, with, uh, at war, they were killing and so on. So when the majority of the people are Tameim, and they could be Yosei Dehovah, they could, they could discharge their obligation with the oil that's Tameh. This is the halacha. You don't need pure oil. But being that this was the beginning, this is the beginning. This is the new, like a new inauguration of the of the Bet Hamikdash. Hashem wanted them to start the right way, the right path, and that is that that the pure oil. He wanted them to be that way. It was one vial. He made it to be enough for eight days. Why? Because at the beginning, when you started the right way, then everything would continue the same way. And may Azat Hashem, I wish you every any plan that you have or any endeavor that you're going to go through, uh, whether it is something like, uh, doesn't have to be with Knesset or, or, or Yeshiva, it could be your new home, your new business, Anything that you start, any plan that you have in mind, if you started with Dushab Tahara, the right way, the right path, according to our traditions and our laws, Me'ezat Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help you and you will succeed. So all I want to tell you again is, please, if you can, help this station to grow and prosper. Make an effort and do so. This is the time to do so right now. I know there are thousands and thousands of people that are listening to this station. And it's very important that we keep it going. And if you have any simha and you're looking for a beautiful place, contact SLC. We'll be very happy to accommodate you. Shalom Aleichem. And soon will be Rosh Chodesh. Chodesh Tom Mevorach.